I'd like to share with you one of the most scanning spirits that led to so many people to die and they seemed to be in problems. And they didn't know why they were in those problems, but it was because of that demon. And don't forget because it's written in the Bible, don't think that those demons existed only in the days of the Bible, no. Satan is Satan until today. Devil is devil until today. Even if you take out D from devil, it's still evil. So devil will never change. The Bible said, be vigilant. <laughs> be vigilant. And he said, watch and pray. What you must watch for? What is it? And in most of the times, Jesus would say, the prince of this world. He would refer demons as the prince of this world or Satan as the father of lies. Hallelujah. Now, I want to share with you how to handle demons like Dagon. What is a Dagon? Dagon is a spirit. Not dragon. Da. D-A-G-O-N. Dagon is a demon. The word dragon came from two words. Dag and on. On for legion. Meaning this dag is not one, but there are many. Dag simply means a fish. A fish creature. So dagon is a demon that is half a human being and half a fish. Oh, let me go this other direction. It seems like this one. Dagon, it is a demon, half a human being, and half is a what? A fish. Exactly as I've just told you. Dagon is written in the Bible, but if you now you go on internet and Google images of Dagon, they'll give you half a human being and half a fish. Are you following? Miracle tent, are you following? Oh, hey, are you following? Hot yeah. D, are you there? And overflow? Of the men, are you there? I won't even ask of men who are, you're not there. Oh. All right, so if you check 
Dagon is a demon that is half a human being and half a fish. And this demon was much worshipped. I think those are the images of, of, of internet. So the way you are seeing that picture, that's how in those days, they used to make him as an idol from the local wood. And they'll make him a kept image. But it was just an object standing there, made of wood, representing what you are not seeing. The actual demon that is living in the dark world. Oh, are you following somebody? Are you following somebody? Are you following? So, Dagon, it is not just what you are seeing on the images. There was a demon responsible for that image. Remember, I just told you, it's like witchcraft. Demons know which trees they are connected to. So when you invoke a certain tree and go at a certain demon, it knows itself. The same way with Dagon. Dagon is a demon that people would say, Dagon, Dagon, Dagon. But Dagon did so much harm to the people of Israel. The people of Israel suffered because of Dagon. And most Christians are in big problems because of Dagon. One thing I can challenge you, as far as God lives, whatever I do, it will never go down. As surely as the Lord lives, I am so sensitive in the spirit world. Listen to me, Dagon, it is a spirit among the people that Dagon disturbed. Killed or confused are the following people in the Bible, right? I'll, I'll be reading for you and I just want to understand. First of all, before I take it to you. One of the people who was killed of Dagon was King Saul. King Saul was tormented by Dagon and killed by a Dagon. Are you there? First Samuel chapter 16, verse 14. First Samuel 16, verse 14. God allowed. God allowed a spirit to torment him. Now, the Bible says, one thing go read. By the Spirit of the Lord. Can, can, can you hear that? Yes. By the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. Does it mean God has evil spirits? No. It only means God allowed that evil spirit to trouble him. 
I mentioned in this area, I want to remember, right? That God can allow. It's okay if you're powerful, touch him. So God allowed, God gave permission. Now, we're going to check in the message translation. Now, give me the same verse in the message. Want to go read? Mm-hmm. A black what? What does that mean? That tells you where we are going to go today. A dagon spirit is also called a black mood. Oh, just understand this. Now, you don't understand anything there until you go to verse 23 of the same chapter. Now, give me verse 23. Verse 23. Now, one to go read. Oh, I really thought you would read louder than that because I want to hear you reading. All right, you are reading nice, it's okay. You are better. All right, give me King James Version. Now I want you to read it now. One, three, go read. Did you hear that? God allowed. When the Holy Spirit comes out of you, that's why I always tell you, make sure you're always full of the Holy Ghost. Because when the Holy Ghost leaves you, it means demons are allowed to come. I taught you of the soul, the spirit, and the body. And I mentioned to you, when there is the Holy Spirit inside, it is impossible for what? For a demon to what? To enter. The same way the Bible here says, when the Holy Spirit departed from Saul, immediately the Bible says the demon entered. Salos Paracletos. The Holy Ghost in me. So never. But what made him to lose the Holy Ghost? The Bible said depression. Depression. So demons of influence began to do things around Saul. That Saul went into depression and the Holy Ghost left him. Because where the Holy, the Holy Ghost can't stay where there's depression, never. That's what the Bible says. I say unto you, rejoice always. And I repeat, rejoice. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is joy. That's what the Bible says. Where the Holy Ghost is, there is liberty. So all the times, whether good times or bad times, rejoice all the times. Your word must be, it is well, in the name of Jesus. 
Because demons want you to depress. Once you begin to think so much, demons come in. That's why they're doing all those things. And they give you all those so that they can come in and make a house in you. Now we see King Saul, the spirit leaving him, and demons coming in. But you will not understand this teaching until I take you to another verse. Where Saul was killed. Oh my goodness. Now, give me 1 Chronicles chapter 10. 1 Chronicles chapter 10. 1 Chronicles. So D Dagon tormented Saul and the same Dagon killed him. First Chronicles 10, verse 10. One, two, three, go read. All right, now start from verse 5. I want you to hear from verse 5 to understand the whole story. All right? One of the go read. Now, verse 7. Verse 8. And ten. Oh no, this is wickedness. The Philistine, they trusted on their God, and their God was called Dagon. And each time you're reading the Bible, the Philistine and the Jews. You find out there is a revelation of what exactly the camp of Satan does. Look at your neighbor. I said, that one must leave you today. <laughs> now, King Saul was possessed by an evil spirit. And the same King Saul we hear, the Bible say, and he was dead. Not only him. Him, all his children, his wife, and among his children. There was a, 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 a child, very important, who was not supposed to die. His name was called Jonathan. He also died because of Dagon. Jonathan was the best friend of David. Dagon killed the best friend of David. Killed the father-in-law. Killed everyone. The children and the people of Israel ran away, leaving the country alone. Now, give me verse 9. I want to see what, what happened. Verse 9 says something very important. 
Now, verse 9. The Bible says what? Stop there. The Bible says what? Read again. What is to do that? What's that? Listen to me. There are people who the devil here has done the same to them. Financially. Stripped off. The Bible said when they had stripped, they took off everything from him. Everything. A dagon spirit. That's what it does. Took his head and took it to the house of Dagon. Dagon was responsible for the death of Saul. Remember, these are Philistines, right? Oh, yes. Now, imagine Saul was a president, a king. After, after Saul, who came after Saul? David. David. Now, David, it was the same period. David is now a king. But before Saul died, there was a war where David fought in the presence of King Saul. In that war, who was he facing? Goliath. David was facing who? Goliath. I want you to follow. That's why I'm asking questions. I want you to understand very well. David was facing who? David was facing who? But listen to me. There was also something there very important. When David was facing Goliath, mm, 1 Samuel 17, verse 42 to 44. One to the go read. And when the Philistine, remember, uh, it's the same Philistine who took the head of Saul and put in the house of Dagon, right? So the God of the Philistines was who? Dagon. Goliath was depending on what? Listen to me. Now, the Bible says, and, and this is not just a Philistine. This is a Philistine who is Goliath. Everybody was scared of Goliath. But when David faced him, Goliath is not saying, I'll kill you. Goliath is calling his God. I thought, I thought this battle is physical. The man, the moment he sees David, the man takes the battle into the spiritual. He says, I curse you using Dagon, using my gods. Ladies and gentlemen, there are people you're fighting with. Oh, yes. There are people you meet in every day's life. Be very careful. They may have something they are depending on. Oh, when David saw the battle has been taken from the physical to the spiritual, David also said, I'm also taking it to the spiritual. You know what David said? He said, you come to me with a spear and chavering, but I come to you in the name of...
it was no more physical battle. It became what? God versus Dagon. Oh, are you here, somebody? Yes, Papa. It was God versus what? Dagon. Now, I'll, I'll show you a similarity. I will show you a similarity. Now, David is facing Goliath. We all thought Goliath is depending on the people around him with the shields. We thought because of the metal he was wearing, the whole body, of his strength and, and his powerful, uh, uh, his mascara, and he is a, a, a great fighter. The whole Israel was shaken because of one man. But only to find out, it was not because of one man. It was because of what? Dagon. The reason the whole family is shaken, it is because of Dagon. When Dagon comes in the scene, the whole country can be shaken. The whole family can be shaken. The whole church can be shaken. Because of a Dagon. Dagon who cause fear. People be scared. People be panicking. I've been facing a dagon this year. Where a dagon will begin to make noise. To cause fear to people. I'm like, oh, what is this dagon? Because dagon can make people panic. So what's going to happen? Oh, have you heard? Have you heard what? Do you know the God we serve? Yes. A dagon spirit is a very good at intimidation. Tell your neighbor, I'm not dying. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not dying. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. That medical report is a spirit of dagon. A doctor told somebody and said, you, two days from now, you will die. And a man came to me and said, like, two days I will die. I said, hey, who, where? I said, I, said, I said, what's wrong? He said, lungs, lungs. I said, don't worry. I think you remember the guy who we put in your lungs. Yes. You remember that guy? Yes. Papa. The man fell down. The same doctor spoke on video. And he said, no. Where are these new lungs? Because they had removed his lungs. Are you hear somebody? We yes, hear me, A dagon spirit. Now, this is a young boy. He's meeting a man who's so great. And we all think because of his strength. But we don't know that he's not him. All we are seeing there is not him. There is something spiritual behind him. Now, go verse 44. Verse 44 says what? Verse 44 says what? What's the meaning of that? I know you read that verse so physical, but that verse actually is mentioning a sacrifice which they did exactly to Saul. When they killed Saul, they took his head 
and fastened it to Dagon. 